Hi, and welcome to Dealing with the Germans. My name is Anders. And I'm Philip. And today, Philip, we we will be... I think the episode, because we're in this corona crisis, it will it will touch base on on that. So a few things that we're going to touch base on here is are going to be, you know, seen in, in the light of the current crisis. Uh, but um, that's an interesting angle as well, because obviously we live in a country where, where I mean, the Germans, they take, they take things seriously. And then uh, compared to others, maybe not. And, and one of the things that might be interesting to, to the listener as well is that Germany consists of, of Bundesländer, of, of small inner states, and they have quite a bit of authority, um, and they're not not necessarily handling the crisis in the same way throughout the country. Have you noticed that? Yeah, actually, one of the things that uh, really stands out from the state that we live in, uh, Bavaria, is you know all of this um, money that they put out uh, to help uh, small businesses and freelancers and yeah, uh, you know, to support the, the economy. Yeah, they had uh, they acted faster than the federal government. Did you know? Did you hear about <laughs> this? Right. Yes. Yeah. And so now, uh, I mean, it's good for uh, Bavaria because they don't have to spend their money now. They'll get the funds from the federal government, but they had already propped that up, and yeah. I think they have. Like, I mean, re- I think people are still registering through it. It's already been about a little bit more than a week, but. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of businesses and especially artists, people who are freelancers, will be yeah. uh, benefiting from that. You know, Bavaria, where we live, you know, it's a fairly rich, wealthy um, part of Germany. Um, we have all these multinational companies who have headquarters here, like Bosch, Siemens, Audi, BMW. Um, the European Space Agency. They have quite a quite a, an affiliate here. Um, so it's 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 a very it's a very um, technical heavy technical state. Uh, but there's a balance because it's also also very agricultural. It is, it is, and and um, the movie industry. I mean, Bavaria film. I mean, uh, Munich and and Berlin are probably the the two. Poles yeah. of 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 the film industry here in 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 Germany. Cologne so, yeah. is more for like television, right? Hamburg yeah. does a lot of commercial stuff too, but I think they're it's more of a commerce over there than it is like uh, the arts. You know, film very obviously focuses on the art of cinematography, cinematography of cinema versus yeah. you know the yeah. mass production of television or mass production of commercials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a nice little. Uh, it's an interesting state. You know, I often tell people that this is sort of um, the Texas of uh, of Germany because it's the largest state. You know, it's very country, but it also yeah. has, like, technical, um, you know, hubs. You know, like yeah. you were mentioning the uh, hub in Boston. You know, Ingolstadt obviously has a big plant. Um, but the... Uh, but also Texas, also even though it's agricultural, obviously it's it has uh, you know Texas Tech, which is a technical university. So yeah, you know there uh, it's it's interesting to see all the fields covered. Yeah, it, exactly. And and um, Germany, um, as you said, you know they they were pretty fast in in 
going into a sort of a state of emergency. I mean, um, I remember just like a little, little over a week ago, they all the the heads of the of the various uh, states they they were they were discussing the the measures, and our head of of state in Bavaria, he was he was you know pretty fast saying you know we we have borders to to Austria, and at that time they had uh, Austria had significant issues, still have significant issues, but there was an outbreak um, from some of the ski resorts in Austria in the Alps, so Bavaria. Bavaria was very keen to um to simply close the borders very very fast um yeah. so and that's just what they went ahead, went ahead and did um but then the rest of the the rest of germany followed so that was that was interesting to see the 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 dynamics that's right yeah yeah they were the first one to cancel large mass gathering events mm-hmm. um it affected us uh, for the shows that I was booked on, and it affected some of the other stuff around here. Um, and then there were, yeah, I remember. Um, I think it's Dorothy Barr, who's the digital administrator of uh, Bavaria. Yeah, I hope I'm not getting her confused. Right? She's, uh, yeah, I saw she was, you know, tweeting to um, to Berlin saying, "Hey, you guys should follow suit." Yeah, this is. Because Berlin was still kind of relaxed about it, so yeah, it was it was interesting to see sort of the dynamics. It feels, uh, I mean, times like this, it feels like we're in a good place, you know. Yeah, the, it's not totally chaotic. Like um, it doesn't seem so harsh, and maybe because of the con- contrast of uh, of the situation, like you know, in Prague or in Czech Republic, they they closed off the borders really fast. Yeah, you know? almost overnight. Almost oh, overnight. Yeah. There, between between Germany and and the Czech Republic, uh, I mean, there 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 there's a whole community there depending on on freedom to just move across the border. Yeah, they don't even. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure there's a, there's a city that's split, uh, but it's almost like that. You know that you go down the street, then all of a sudden you're in a different country, and. Um, so, so yeah, they were they were mentioning examples where um, nursing nurses and, and and people you know in the in, in the healthcare industry they they were simply not allowed to 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 commute across the borders, um, which turned out not to be as bad because they they were not they were not. Um, how do you say that in English? <laughs> they were not enforcing. They were not enforcing their, their, their the measure to that extent. But at, at a certain point, they, they, you know, they were really worried that some of the hospitals on the German side they that they would not be able to have their their staff because most of the staff were actually coming from the Czech Republic. Oh yeah, you're talking about this border city details. Yeah. 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 So that was that was a bit, but I think it's it's found now it's found like a a, a rhythm, a, a daily rhythm, a daily you know way of of of, of just living with the circumstances, um, dire as they may be. But uh, yeah, yeah we, not we, totally dire. We're not very, yet. <laughs> we are very uh, very well off still. I mean, it's affected daily life, of course. Now they have these, um, you know, markers for the uh, the distance you have to keep. So if you go into the uh, supermarkets, the queues where you know Germans are notorious for not being able to make a line, right, <laughs> and uh, invading your personal space. Now there is those um, 
physically on the floor. There are lines where you have to stand yeah, to yeah. move. So I think that that's good. Um, yeah, you know, as are you as, are you? Do you know what 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 are they talking about uh, distancing in the U.S. as well? Because it's really yes. Yes. Yeah, but but uh, when you go out into the in, in public space, like in a supermarket, are they? Um, because in Denmark, my native Denmark, they say two meters. Here in Germany, they say one point five meters. Um, but I've also heard two meters here. I've, I've I've heard and seen both two and one point five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the states, obviously, we do it in feet. So it is, I think it's like six feet or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Uh, no, because um, even the last week I saw like pictures of the queue for people going into the grocery stores uh, with no <laughs> social distancing, so everybody yeah. was still packed. They have they did have a security guard, you know, giving you a little squirt of uh, anti-infectant, and uh, you know that was probably the one thing that was kind of weird. Uh, yeah, but, they, but I think now they're going to start enforcing that. Uh, mm-hmm. Stephanie, my wife went shopping yesterday, but I don't remember if she said um, if there was a security guard or not. There was a security. I don't know. I lied because I think right before they locked down, we were out in the in the in the wild with the kids, you know, out in the mm-hmm. forest. Yeah. And we thought, okay, uh, on our way back, we uh, go get some groceries before we head home. And uh, there was definitely a guy. It wasn't like. Sec- you know, German security is a little lax. <laughs> at least yeah, this, yeah. Is secure, uh, this kind of security at this thing. Because I think I didn't even recognize the guy who was a security guard until after the fact because he was smoking a cigarette. So I, I thought, oh, yeah. just another. <laughs> We've seen that too. German <laughs> citizen, you know, having enjoying their cigarettes right by the door, which make, always makes no sense because the draft brings the smoke in. But, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. I think yeah. after the fact, because he came out from like a back door and I go, Wait a minute, he's an employee, or at least he had access to the employee area, but he didn't yeah. have the uh, the the, the staff uniform. Staff uniform, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So he must be the security guard. Yeah, yeah. It's funny <clears throat> you mentioned that with the smoke. Um, I guess I I always say you know you get what you pay for, and this sounds a little snobbish, but you know they should have the 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 courtesy to not stand right by the door and smoking. I mean, that's just. That's just inconsiderate. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, people still cough with their mouth open until you know it became a, a national issue, or actually yeah, that's an international of, issue. That's, <laughs> that's one of your trademarks. I mean, you you frequently, if you follow Philip on Twitter, he will he will get yes. a, a there will be a rant about germaphobe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. The last time that I that I saw something really horrendous was some lady just openly sneezed with like spit and goo coming out of her mouth oh no nice. attempt at covering it and this was in the in we were waiting for the subway and i thought yeah this is great because there's no <laughs> there's no ventilation down here <laughs> that leads me to um what are, are you a believer in the in the face masks or not yes 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 because there, there's a serious debate now. Um, just across the border from here in Austria, they have they are now enforcing. They're, they're, oh, that's right. They just started. It's this. law. It's law. When you go out to the, into the public space, as of today, this is the first of April. You um, you are um, forced to wear a mask, a face mask, um, and they're discussing whether or not they should do the same thing here. Um, <laughs> 
And they will, I'm, they I'm, will. Trust me. I'm actually a little bit on the fence on that. I have to say, I, How's I that? because for, well, first of all, you know, you can't get enough masks for. I mean, we're 80 million people in in Germany, and secondly, um, they're not they're not really doing the job. I mean, they will if you sneeze. Yes, things will it, things will get you know caught in the mask. Um, so they. I guess there's a certain protection to the to 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 other people towards other people, which is good, but it doesn't really help you who wear the mask uh, because you will have to uh, have a like a like a filter in 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 the mask so that you the, the air that you breathe is getting filtered before you take it in, and the, and the masks have to be ah okay much so wait. So is the idea then that the that the virus can still pass through the um, yes to the cover? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Unless it's 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 very tight and 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 you have I, I don't think the the average person who who's not used to to deal with protection gear like that I don't think they will wear it correctly. Um, yeah, that's just, true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm anticipating that it will be probably improperly uh, handled. And uh, yeah. safety equipment needs to be worn as it was designed to for it to be functional. Exactly, and and um, I think it was some politician, Obama or some someone who said, you know, let leave it to the pros to wear that, and so that they have enough, you know, so, so we won't be in in need of protection gear. Um, leave that leave leave that to to hospital staff, to to uh, care staff, you know, all the, all the people who. Who need to be uh, to stay healthy to go to work to to help everybody else, and I really agree with that. Um, I mean, I, I'm not sure it will have. Um, yeah, but I don't think I don't think it's necessary to like hoard um, single use masks like they do, or you know, like the ones that they use in the hospital. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be probably just good enough that you start wearing like a bandana or you make your own makeshift, um, you know. A yeah. face mask with some thick cloth. Uh, I'm yeah. not aware that it could travel through the cloth because a lot of people were saying, "Yeah, you need to get the N95 uh, model, which is um, which helps with this pollutants and stuff." Yeah. And so I thought, okay, it's. I don't think it's really a, about filtering out the virus as much as it is to catch or to protect the um, the mouth intake, right? Yeah, because even like a, so, we already have the directive of washing our hands, and we wash our hands because when we touch our face, right? Oh, we yeah. We uh, I've, I've read we touch our face on average two to three times per minute. Yeah, <laughs> it's something like a hundred and sixty <laughs> times per day or something. But the um, but the uh, so yeah, so I, I I mean I'm just under the impression that it's um, because it's not a hundred percent. It's not 100% clear that it's airborne. and That's the scary part, right? I'm under the impression that it is airborne, somewhat airborne. And that's why yeah. you want to wear masks. So I'm in the camp of like, yeah, cover your mouth. You know, I have glasses, so, you know, that protects my eyes somewhat. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even when the whole thing started, I was worried because I thought, okay, what if this, you know, it could be airborne up to three hours or something like that. So 
Potentially, you know, like the butterfly effect, someone sneezes in the town next to us and it travels while I'm riding my bike, I could potentially get it, right? This is, yeah, no, this is no, like no. extreme uh, circumstances. And we've had like, we've had infection cases um, in towns that are, you know, within the 20 km uh, radius here. So we are, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we are very... And we've had cases in Munich as well. Yeah, yeah so Many. I think it's like... Yeah, you should cover your mouth because if it's airborne, you need to try to uh, mitigate that. Um, but but I don't think you need the the big heavy nine and ninety five no. one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, the, the, here's the thing. It, yeah, people say it's airborne. What I've heard, and this is interesting because you know I watch the news in Denmark and in Germany, and they they're not entirely in sync. Um, on the big cases, yes, but but for instance, this thing about you know how it's transferred, it's transferred through drops, little little tiny drops of spit or snotty or you know this is really gross, but even the tiniest microscopic drops. But the thing is, these drops they drop to the to the ground within two meters, six feet, or. Is it six feet, eight feet, something like that? Yeah. Two meters. Yeah. Um, so, and 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 what can what can happen is that if someone has it on on his or her hands and they touch a surface in the in the bus or on the train or something like that, it can sit there for up to a day or two days. What you do then, if you touch that and you touch your head, your face. That that is when it can be transferred. So that is why you should pr- wear gloves or wash your hands or sanitize your hands as often as possible, um, at least when you've been out in the public. But it it doesn't just fly through the air. It's only when you touch something where the virus sits, um, well, and yeah. then you touch, this and is, then you touch your face. This is what's so weird about this because I've. I've, I've, so I've I've heard that explanation, but I've also yeah. heard the explanation of uh, it being airborne. So yeah. what? So potentially with a breeze, those that two meter radius could be extended, right? Yeah. Which is why I think it's still a little ridiculous that we have yeah. this social distance stuff. But that's that's not the point. But the other thing that I, this really got me thinking, and obviously, this full disclaimer: I'm not a doctor and I'm not a conspiracy mm. theorist. But um, but what um, but what I'm really concerned about is sort of like uh, places that have been hit really hard. So specifically Spain and Italy, people being oh, quarantined yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. for over two, three, four weeks, right? Longer than yeah. we have been. Uh, it's, it's not really quarantine, but it's what do they call it here? Like um, uh, you can't Ausgangsschluss. Yeah? You can't go outside. Yeah, Ausgang. Beschränkung. It's it's a limitation of your freedom. That's sort of translated. You you're, you 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 can go out in the pub in, in Germany. You can go out in the public, but they ask you to limit that. <laughs> right, right, so, right. It's, yeah, so it's yeah. not a total quarantine like everyone stay home. But no, the it, police won't stop you uh, on the street if you're just walking down with your family. That's <clears throat> a, that's okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they will try to. Uh, they, there's been some cases of people getting shoes shot up. But anyways, I never. Yeah. The yeah. the point that I was trying to make is in places like Italy and in Spain, where people have been a lot more stricter about when oh, they yeah. can go out. So yeah. right now we can still go to the market every day. There's still supplies. Uh, I know in Spain they're already um, controlling that. So I think every two oh, yeah. days yeah. you can go out to the market. Yeah. Um, so, so the issue is there is okay. If people are really abiding staying at home, why do they keep uh, having infections, right? Yeah, and, good question. And so one of the the one of the things that one could assume is that it possibly is airborne, you know. And so this is why the contagion continues to exist. You know, people are like going out to the balconies and still, you know, singing together. And while that's really great for morale, if it's truly airborne, it's still exposing the populace. So that's it. it's one of those things where like, <clears throat> because it's not 100%, you know, <sighs> clarified. It's a, new, it's, it's, a new, it's a new virus, so we don't know. Yeah, and it's, you know, yeah. because, I mean, a lot has changed. When we started with this whole pandemic, it's, you know, they were mentioning how older folks and people with uh, lower health uh, standards yeah. would be, are higher risk. But then you saw people who are Olympians and who are in great shape yeah. get sick uh, yeah. and really get torn up by it, you know. Yeah, and yesterday a, um, a 13-year-old uh, child was, you know, died in the U.K., I don't know. The, the story didn't mention if 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 the child had any previous conditions, but um, I mean, thirteen years—that's uh, that's that's young. Yeah, in the states, yeah. there's already cases of uh, of yeah of um, children. I think there was an infant and uh, some teenagers too. So yeah, yeah so it's yeah, it discriminates or it doesn't discriminate. <laughs> No, it's it doesn't, um, uh, and it's and it's. Um, but it's interesting what you say. I haven't actually thought of that. That the cases in <clears throat> in Italy and Spain they're not they're not dropping like because it's right, it's correct. They have been in in a in a lockdown mode for about a month now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of like one of those things where um, that just leads me to believe like yeah, wear the mask. You know, it doesn't have to be this. Um, protective hazmat suit but no. just cover your mouth because um i mean i'm a heavy guy so i breathe with my mouth uh also so i you know i could potentially catch it from just breathing it you know yeah <clears throat> uh versus somebody who could potentially you know who's has their mouth closed most of the time yeah you wash your face and you keep everything clean like we already been yeah. told right you, you wash yeah. your hand you want to break up the protein um uh, things that the coronavirus lashes with uh, onto your skin, and yeah. uh, you break that up by using soap, you know, and lathering yeah. because it takes some time to break that up. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, you know, I think it's smart that the Austrian uh, government is already imposing that. You see that already as part of the culture, though, in a lot of these Asian countries. Yeah, you know, so. There's but I was not. So I always thought, it. you know, they're, they're they're quite hysterical. The the Asians, because we see the tourists here. You know, they're wearing their masks in the summer, and and you know, in forty degrees Celsius heat. I mean, the people wearing the mask. I I wouldn't be able to breathe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's going to be told. the challenge. I think people are not used <laughs> to how how to wear this stuff. Yeah. But I was told, you know, <clears throat> they do it as a courtesy to to 
to the environment, it's because they might have something and they want to protect other people. It's not to protect themselves. Well, that's true because because, because um, again, we don't have all the details on this uh, on this current virus, but you could potentially be the carrier not having yes. any symptoms and affect yeah. those people. This is why social distancing is so important, right? Because it's not about you being sick and having to go to the to the doctor, but about you being a carrier and not experiencing any symptoms. Yeah. So and I, that's I heard yesterday you can actually be a carrier without symptoms because people there, there was a question on on Danish television that you know if I don't ever get symptoms for how long can I be the carrier? Yes. And it, it, without ever knowing. And uh, the the answer was yeah well anything from three to to fourteen days, two yeah. weeks. And what if we find out that it's like a, a herpes thing? You know, where like everyone has some sort of like <laughs> version of this virus. Or here's the thing: we all need to get it. I've I've been told that we all need to get it sooner or later because otherwise we will have this these curves that really peak. You know, and the hospitals will be be overflown we need every every single person walking on planet earth needs to get this virus yeah whether it's by getting infected through other people or um a, a vaccine that's why they're developing because yeah. we need to get the anti uh, you know our immune system needs to be able to handle this virus um i mean and, hopefully and with the yeah. vaccine because it's, it's a more controlled measured uh, with yeah. the vaccine, uh, especially because we don't know how it's affecting people. We haven't at least zeroed in on the yeah the parameters of who can get a more adverse um, you know reaction to it. So yeah. hopefully, with the vaccine, probably be better because a lot that because can take up to you, like one and a half year. Yeah, the UK and the Netherlands are the people who are kind of like. Um, what are they calling this? Herd um, herd immunity. Herd immunity, right? So this idea yeah. that if everyone gets it, then the immunity gets built up, and and so the risk is True. lower. But yeah, yeah. True. And, and 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 again, with a new virus, you know, nobody really has like a, a book for this. There's no manual. I mean, we we it's it's funny because I think I, I, within since we last uh, did a podcast. I've um, seen um, a couple of TED Talks and uh, interviews and, and some of these with Bill Gates, who's uh, like really… Ringing the alarm uh, for years, right? Yeah, he has. <laughs> and and there's, um, there's um, I think it's a documentary on Netflix called Pandemic, where it's just, you know, if, if, you, if you just took the warnings serious in… in, in 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 that documentary, it, everything is spot on. It, it's just you know, come on, why didn't we see this coming? But um, <laughs> it's yeah, now now it's here and we we have to deal with it. And it in in in, in all fairness, it's not as serious as it could be. I mean, like you say, it could be like a hundred percent airborne, and with all certainty, just if someone sneezed in 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 a public place, like. Thousands of people would have it. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it could be a lot worse. It could, could be a lot more contagious, and and we're just 
dealing with the virus, yes, it's serious. And yes, it's, it's, it's affecting us all, but it could be a lot more serious. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you mean in, in the way that the virus it could be a lot more? Uh, it, the, the, yeah, yeah, the death rate could be higher. I mean, it, it, it could be a lot more contagious. It, it could be, it could be. You know, in, in in so many ways, it could be a lot more serious. I think we've, we've, we're dealing with a a fairly mild warning to 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 human race here. It's it's not as as bad as it could be. Mm, I would still say that edges in the border of complacency let us stay vigilant if it <laughs> if it is that easy it's probably better to be vigilant and prepared for it so you know that's true and i think this is this is the teeter-tottering of actions that we've seen from you know governments all around the world you know so some people have, have taken more extreme measures others haven't and later on changed their uh, their tune so Yeah, yeah. Your 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 president has, has quite changed his oh, tune. Oh. <laughs> don't don't even get us started there. Ger- but. Let's let's take with the subject of here in Germany, please. <laughs> but yeah, but but uh, in all fairness, you know, <clears throat> like I said, we, there's no manual for this. So so we're and we're all dealing with it in different ways. But it's just, you know, sure. There's no manual, a, but there was definitely things that we have. Known, you know, hygiene, personal hygiene has been lost throughout yeah. the years, or I don't know if it's been lost, but some people don't care about it, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. Uh, some people are different. I mean, I think because I grew up in, I've always grown up in the city. I've always been aware of this um, greater need for, I don't know, it's just <clears throat> awareness, right? A greater yeah, awareness yeah. of the um, what you have to be careful with. So when I go to the city, I know about <clears throat> I know about holding the uh, you know not holding onto the rails if I don't need to on the subway yeah. train you know not leaning on the walls because people piss on there you know the air Good example smells but, uh, yes, I always hold yeah. onto the rails because I'm a tall guy and and yeah, know, yeah that's fine it, but then you know no not to, to fall yeah. over I just. Yeah. Per instinct, I, I hang on to the top rails there. Yeah, but then you know you're not supposed to touch your face or lick your mouth, yeah. the thing, right after, right? So it's just yeah. common sense stuff. You know, like the thing with sneezing, too. Like, you don't need to have a pandemic to be told how you should cover your mouth. It should that's be common true. sense. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. No, but but what I meant was, I've just, I've just read that, you know, the, the, the virus could be a lot more vicious. So we should really take this this coronavirus here and use it to get better prepared for for the future because i'm not I, I, nothing against the the chinese culture but um i think it would be only fair to ask the chinese government to enforce a little more hygiene on their wet markets <laughs> right and i think they have they have tried to to, to done that i think what's interesting Uh, related to the way that, or sort of this kind of request that we would ask of other governments, it's um, it's it's really about what I've noticed. The it's not the lack of response because I think Wuhan and the Chinese government got quarantined very fast. You know, they yeah. reacted very well to it. They're not a, yeah. So yeah, okay. It, let's not waste our time pointing fingers because the. F- Matter of fact, no, 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 no. I didn't mean. But, I didn't mean to point fingers, but 
But I think it's the the lying that's been happening, right? All of yeah. these governments were trying to save face. Yeah. I think this is what's really ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think, and that's, that's probably more dangerous than the actual virus itself. The virus itself we could probably contain and it probably needs time for it to, you know, to do its thing for us to find a vaccine and for things to get, you know, back to normal. But, but I, still, think, I think I, I, this... this this reluctancy of of honesty, mm-hmm. you know, is what's yeah. really going to be the issue because that is the issue already. With uh, before this pandemic, people would mm-hmm. cough and sneeze, and they would s- clarify themselves as like, "Oh, I'm not sick. I don't know yeah. what you have in you that might affect me, and I don't know how your body reacts to a cold that I might be able to have." So cover your mouth. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. And so this kind of uh, complacency doesn't just come, I mean, obviously it comes from the individuals, but it extends to the governments because the governments are run by individuals mm-hmm. who have this thing. So they, and this is the one thing. Listen, you know, from my uh, Buddhist faith, I always look internally for the answers and not externally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what am I mm-hmm. doing? This is why I've always, like you said, I always rant about this hygiene stuff because it matters to me, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that if people don't take this into consideration, then we're just going to continue to have the same issue. Well, that's true. I think it's uh, disgusting. Uh, no, it's not even disgusting, but I think it's it's inhumane for somebody to cough with their mouth open yeah. or cough into their mouth and then go touching stuff around because they don't have the same consideration. So I would but, applaud the Asian people who use this because they want to protect, you know, Yeah, other yeah that's true. That's true. Don't but, look at but them at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, well, not you, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, no, um, but at the same time, I mean, the, the, the Chinese government doesn't really react well to criticism. They're very proud. Yeah, and, but also and, Trump and doesn't react culture. well to criticism. Sorry? Also Trump doesn't react well to criticism. <laughs> it's all around. We're all human beings. Yeah, and and uh, so what I'm saying is that they, they they simply just need to get their act together in on, on those markets because it's disgusting. There was a Danish journalist who is now in quarantine somewhere in in China in an abandoned hotel where they just you know put quarantine people. Yeah. Um, he's not sick. He was tested, um, and he didn't have the virus. Uh, yet he is still. Um, forced to stay in quarantine for two. I think it's because he's a little critic, critic uh, to towards the the the, 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 Ch- the Chinese government. Okay. Um, so that was a, a a nice way of of getting him him out of the way for for two weeks. But um, <laughs> he had um, filmed when he was you know being tested. He was in a hospital. He was in a, or a clinic somewhere, and he he filmed with his um, smartphone. He filmed you know the 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 facilities and, and and stuff and it was gross he said you know i can't believe i'm being tested for the coronavirus in such a disgusting place it was really i mean he he showed the toilet he showed you know uh, the hallways and the and the and the labs and everything where he was it was just gross so you know really Particularly in a situation like this, they should be all over the place with hygiene, and they're just not. Um, yeah, but just to <laughs> just to counter that, because this is why we need what we need to really change is, is our paradigm of thinking. Hold on, 
let the water Edit. run. <laughs> <clears throat> what we really need to do is we need to change our paradigm of thinking because I've been to the butcher here in Germany where the lady has coughed in her hand and went directly to handle meat. So don't talk about how disgusting p- other people are if we're not reflecting ourselves what we're doing. I no, think this true. is the problem. Yes, there has to be hygiene uh, considerations in all parts of the world, yeah. but we are just as disgusting as everyone else. Me too. Listen, I scratch my butt and I will wash what I touch right until I yeah. wash it, but I don't yeah. go washing it right away. That makes me <laughs> disgusting. Right, yeah, but still, but, yeah. it's this kind of details, and so we have to really start changing our paradigm of how we looked at this stuff. Because if we don't look at ourselves and change who we are, we're not going to affect the world around us, and we're always going to be pointing the fingers at each other. And I think this is why mankind has been destroying okay. themselves. Sorry, I got passionate yeah, about no, that because I yeah, hear no, about no, this no. stuff. Po- but you know taken. what? Uh, so many people are disgusting here in places where there's hygiene. I've been in Beverly Hills hotels where you think, oh, this is the fanciest and cleanest thing ever. There's been disgusting stuff that's happened there. So it's yeah. everywhere. we, we got to stop excluding ourselves. As an American, that's hard for me to admit because we have American exceptionalism. But I think it's enough. I think it's, hey, we have to start looking at, at everything. You know, collectively. I, 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 I agree with that. I mean, point taken. Here's 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 a question then. If if we take you know the big glasses, take the helicopter view. Fast forward ten years, and we've handled this pandemic, and everything is good, and we take care of our hygiene. Isn't there a chance? And you're, I know you're not a doctor, but hear me out. Uh, isn't there a chance that we slowly get less immune toward because? Yes. Since yeah. man could walk on earth, I mean, we've been disgusting, basically. I mean, we've always been like that. Yes. We need to, to have a certain level of vicious um, bugs in our body, I guess, because <laughs> otherwise we simply just, we can't go anywhere without the, the room being yeah, we, totally... We can't be living in a sterile world, because if no, we do, no. then we'll get That's sick. That's what I'm saying. We so will get sick faster. all the time. Yeah. yeah. So we need to, to 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 keep a certain level of disgustingness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, which has been my uh, criticism that most people have had towards me, because obviously I'm on the one extreme end of wash your hands, cover your mouth, uh, yeah. which, you know, they'll say, well, if you never get sick, you'll never build antibodies. But I think it's, you're right. I mean, I, I try to do what I can to mitigate that, right? So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's not about one side or the other. It's about the middle way. Figuring yeah, out is. what is the balance yeah. of both things. The balance, exactly, is a key word here. Because do we really want to tell people in Wuhan that they need to start eating industrialized food like we do here in our Western world? Because they don't have that. No. You know, the reason why these wet markets exist is not because, I mean, I know people say it's a cultural thing, but I also think it's it's a it's a necessity. It's a reason. It's how... The infrastructure has been, you know, set up for centuries. Now, the Chinese government in modern times has done some, um, has put some effort into trying to mm-hmm. clean that up. Yeah. Whether they're lax, laxadaisical about that, whether they get complacent, yeah, that's that's probably true. Everyone gets complacent, and then you standards start dropping. 
there's mm-hmm. a higher risk when that happens. Yeah. But I think it's really about sort of finding the balance. And the balance will only start if you stop pointing the finger because then it becomes one-sided. Start looking at is, yourself too, and then we can start figuring out from both ends. You know. The thing is, they, they, they deal with animals of various origins. I mean, they, they illegally import exotic animals from, from other parts of the world where, where the bacteria is different. And then they put all these animals together in, 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 the, in, in the markets and they, they crap on each other. They're too close to each other and they infect each other with various vi- viruses. Um, so it's, 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 it's the whole way in which they, they go around with these animals. Um, it's procedures. Are, I think it's about standards and procedures. Yeah, yeah, you know? and they need to, they need to change those. They need to change those. Yeah, because you have you have uh, cages with 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 uh, chickens that are stacked on top of each other, and you know the top ones they they crap on on on. Yeah, I heard about this too. Like the the stacking order is important too because certain animals will be uh, more susceptible to capturing bacteria if they're on the bottom from a specific animal. I don't know all the details, but no. I mean, if that's but the case, then all right. Then you know you need to have some sort of procedure in that. Yeah, you, you do. Know? And also, they, 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 they on these markets, they, they need to make sure that they can wash their hands. That I, I saw uh, clips that that you know people had a bucket of water and they would just the whole day just you know use that bucket of water for for washing uh, meat and washing their hands and it's just come on. It's usually. <laughs> The, the changes that needs to happen are usually really small. You know, like, yeah. if you hit a ball on a very sp- right in the middle, it'll go directly in the direction that you push it. But if you yeah. move just a little bit to the left or to the right, the trajectory changes. And yeah. exponentially, that trajectory can really change. And I think this is what it is. I mean, even the idea of, like, how you how do you drain the blood from an animal it's very specific. There's a reason why we hang up our cows upside down in this uh, yep. in these farms. Yeah. Because bloodletting is it has to be specifically done so there's no contamination. Yeah. So it's usually just small little things that we have to do. Yeah. You know, and it is as small as going from your hand to the cuff of your elbow. Yeah. It's a small break, adjustment. People break need, the chain. Know, yeah. 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 Just make the adjustments and uh, you know take responsibility for. it. Yeah, for your contribution. So yeah, but um, and and let's move on to to um, another thing. Uh, still dealing with the with the with the outbreak here because I think we 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 can and will learn a lot from this. And I think that that um, the the good thing that will come out of this is that we will we will now. In the in the near future, we will have different ways of interacting with this other. Like now, you and I we're talking over, well now with a through a computer, and I think we can be a lot more effective. We can do a lot more projects together. We can do a lot more things together because already now people are bored to death sitting at home. You know, just you know, <laughs> not being able to do anything. Um, yeah, there's some with, personal growth that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of personal growth. So I think what we'll see in the future is 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 is, is going to be fantastic in in many ways, particularly in 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 
in terms of creativity and, and working together with other people. I mean, Germany overnight just became like a very modern um, work culture now because, you know, yeah. for oh, like three weeks ago. People started to embrace digital payments, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's wonderful. In, in, in that sense, it's wonderful because it, it's just where we should have been like already 10 years ago, in my opinion. But, <laughs> well, here it comes. <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, the excuses of uh, not wanting to be a digital person or not understanding the technology, it's, uh, it's no longer valid. You, no, you, not uh, at all. Embrace it, you know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, and I've seen you. I mean, you, you do all kinds of, of, of uh, music projects right now. You do live streaming from your Facebook page. Um, yeah. Yeah. Try to get on Instagram, so follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, it's... it's um, One thing, though, that I'm really—I'm interested in your take on this: the music industry is in dire straits um, because we have Ooh. seen over the past ten years streaming services, you know, stripping musicians from their income. I mean, they're—they're they're just not making any money on. On music, where they make their money is on live acts, live events, right? Concerts, yes. people coming, paying tickets to go see them. And if if I'm I'm worried that that in the at least for the foreseeable future there won't be any big concerts at all. Yeah, but you can get tips. So, like, if you're um, streaming on YouTube or on Twitch, you're able to get tips from people, like actually watching a stream. So there is a way for you to earn money. No, no, okay. I know. I'm telling you, that this is this is what's already available. Okay. And it's been available since before. But I think I. <laughs> are you for, uh, not to be that, rude? But I think what you're alluding to is that some people might just not cut it. Like if it's if it was hard before, it's going to get harder now. Yeah. You know. I yeah, think it is. Uh, okay, the, the situation with radio, you mentioned uh, last week that people have gone digital and, and they're doing this remote radio to, um, broadcasting, yep. so it really yep, hasn't yep. changed anything. So the idea of, you know, the pusher of pop music is still possibly out there, but this is still sort of like a, uh, yeah, a system where if you got to be in the inner circle to get your, your song out, right? What about independent artists or or more niche genre artist, right? Right yeah. now, um, I would say that the drum and bass community is, there's already some good stuff out, coming out. There is yeah. so much stuff that's, and you can, you, I think this is going to be one of those periods where we're going to have so much new music, it's oh, really yeah. going to contribute to the culture of, uh, of the drum and bass scene. Absolutely. But Absolutely. in other in other circles, you know, you might not have that same effect. But but are the artists going to make any money on that? I mean, you say there, there there's going to be substantial amount of, of of new stuff coming out, and I agree with that in all genres, really. Yeah. But I think but, that, but that's I think that's coming to the discussion of of music as a commerce and not as a creative artwork because you sh people will continue to create art. You know, I think yeah. the, the reason why we think of the Renaissance um, artists as the Renaissance artists is because of a few rich families that paid Probably. for that stuff. You know? Probably. Yeah. So, 
maybe there were other artists that just didn't click well or weren't selected, you know, and we don't yeah. know about that. We'll never know. Now but we I, have I, the ability to really put our stuff out there without having to need the backing of a record company. You know, can you monetize that? Yeah, you can still monetize that. Do you have to give a little bit to some streaming service or maybe to a distributor, digital distributor that people can download their music? I mean, I still purchase music from Bandcamp, you know, and I pay yeah. the money that they're asking for. I yeah, don't yeah. see any problem with that. And I also pay for Spotify. So Yeah, I, 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 me too. I mean, I, I, I use Apple Music, but but yeah, I, um, I always... I always thought that you know the artist should be paid for his or her efforts. Um, it's 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 a job, and they need to make a living. However, I, I I don't think they get enough from the streaming services. I mean, I pay like um, I don't know twenty dollars. I don't know what is the amount is uh, in in dollars, but around twenty dollars for for my monthly subscription to uh, to Apple Music. It's it's a family package. Twenty bucks. Um, that's a lot. It's expensive. Twenty. Yeah. I pay fourteen euros for our family Spotify thing. Okay. Yeah. But still, you know, you, and you can listen unlimited, and 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 the artists they don't they don't get anything. Per, per stream, I mean, it's... Ah, so here's something that I heard. Um, and I, I would have to look up um, to give you the right information. Uh, but there was a guy that I was listening to because, you know, I've asked you, right, about publishing because I want to start uh, yep. publishing some stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I need to get educated. So I can't even... I'm not making any money from streaming services. First of all, I don't have any content to put in streaming services. But the plan is to develop some stuff and put it out there. So I need to get smart about this stuff. And what, yep. I, what I've been told is the importance of having um, this uh, content ID uh, stuff on your track so yep. that it could be, so you can make money um, or so you can collect yep. royal, uh, basically royalties. royalties on the streaming yep. platforms that you Correct. otherwise would not get. So if you're, so like specifically like on YouTube, right? If yep. I was to publish some song and someone uses it on their YouTube because I don't have uh, a big record label who has a lot of lawyers and a department dedicated to yep. capturing all of the uses of my music, then I don't get any of that money. And the problem is, is that there are funds that need that uh, get collected on on tracks, but if you don't claim them as an artist, they end up going into a general pool that ends up getting distributed in the top artist. So potentially Beyonce could be getting your money, yeah, even if it's ten bucks. But it's ten yeah. bucks that Beyonce doesn't need, right? And it's yeah, 10 exactly. bucks that the artist who's upset with this situation could be pocketing themselves. Yeah. It's the same thing with like financial education, you know. If you were taught that having a job was going to pay, you know, pay the bills that way was going to be the way of living, then you are missing, you know, almost 40 years of uh, financial education of what's happening, you know, the last past 40 years. And I think this is also kind of uh critical you know yep. I've heard there's there's a guy that I know um, he's been running an independent record label from uh, for a long time he struggled obviously he has uh, a very niche music so it's mm -hmm. I think it's probably harder for him to be have to have um, you know some commercial success but obviously he got affected by uh, the situation because he had to cancel a whole bunch of shows and this is the way that he earns most of his money yeah um, And so he was, you know, I try to, what, what, what can you tell when it's, when someone's in a situation like that? But I try to say, yeah. hey, listen, 
You know, maybe it's just about diversifying. He's like, well, I want to be a musician. I don't want to be a hustler. I don't want to be, yeah. you know, this stuff. And I think that is an issue of an, an individual issue that everyone has to take into consideration because, I mean, what if it means that, you know, what does it really mean to be an artist? What does it really mean to make music? You know, I don't monetize any of my YouTube videos because I don't want to earn money. I don't need to earn money from my YouTube videos. But I still have the creative itch to do yeah. something. So it's more satisfying to me. Obviously, I'm in a privileged position where I have a day job and it pays the bills. But I think a lot of the people, that, are, that at least people that I work closely with, they have a day job and they do this music out of uh, external satisfaction. There yeah. are some who can monetize their... The, more, more in L.A., there are people who monetize um, their knowledge uh, outside of the music that they make, you know? Yeah. So whether yeah. they're managing or developing an artist and they get some money that way, um, you know, this is something else. But I think it's it, that, that's an issue to to the core of what it means to be an artist to you, you know? Yeah. You want, I, I mean, if you want to just make music that pays your bills, then make music that will pay your bills. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play, I don't know, some, what is this, uh, this thing where they use your hands to the Moog uh, <laughs> instrument, oh. right? Yeah, yeah. Like if you want to make music like that and you think you're going to be living like Beyonce, uh, then make it really great to yeah. be as good as... Do, just the, do, it, do it better than yeah. the biggest, yeah. But I think yeah. that's that's a conversation about what it means to be an artist and you know what it means to... What, yeah. what it means to earn money from your from your money or from your music, because yeah. obviously a lot of people that I know, especially in LA, teach music. So I, I, you know, people who are play in bands will teach classes, and so they're still doing something that they like, you know, and that's different than having to have a a, a shift at Starbucks or some other job that they feel miserable at. Yeah. So the choice is always yours. Yeah, but I think in general the music business will have to reinvent itself, um, <coughs> because in the foreseeable future you won't you won't see stadium concerts, you won't have um, indoor shows with ten thousand people. Um, it's, it's not going to happen. <clears throat> and and this is where the big acts they have made their money in recent years. Um, yeah. So so there, there's certainly going to be a change yeah. of lifestyle. <laughs> In the music industry, <laughs> if they're not careful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, but there's something to music that's, you need to do this live and you need to do it with a group of people, yeah. you know, obviously. I would be happy. I, I, I mean, at the moment, you see these stay-at-home concerts on YouTube with, there's, there's been, we touched base on it last week as well. I would be happy to pay for that because I I, I, I felt entertained. I felt, you know... It was nice to to get intimate, sort of intimate with with, with one of the big artists, and, and and just you know hear their anecdotes and hear them talk about their songs, and you know from from their own home. And I would I would have paid a few bucks for that. Um, it beats so, the uh, three hundred euro ticket price for some of these major artists. Absolutely, right? <laughs> yeah. And if 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 like I know uh, now we're talking like the big ones like Ed Sheeran, Chris Martin, stuff like that. Yeah. Mick Jagger, if if he sits at home and he has like let's say twenty thousand people watching and they all pay just a little bit, well, it's a it's a nice earning for like an hour of being on YouTube, right? 
Um, but, but I personally, I wouldn't mind paying for, for those things. Do you know who Scooter is? The German artist Scooter? No. You know the techno bands from guys from Hamburg? Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, yeah. They're a huge uh, German man. Uh, okay. They also had a tour lined up and uh, they uh, had to cancel it. So they did a, sh- a live stream. I don't remember what it was because I, I just watched the replay. But they were doing it from their studio, uh, from their rehearsal studio. And they had the lights. They even had fire, you know. They had like, I think oh, cool. maybe three cameras. They had a minimal crew that was operating the stuff. And, you know, scooters made up of three guys. So the okay. MC and uh, and then the other two guys. with. Yeah. So they had like on two sides, they had the guys with the keyboards. They had the little setup. And then they had, you know, but they had the whole stage set up because this is how they rehearsed to go on tour. Yeah. And so it was a lot bigger production than John Mayer sitting in his house by his yeah. piano with his phone yeah. on. But still, like, you know, they did this out of, yeah, the regret that they couldn't go on tour. They couldn't, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and you could even, okay, they did a good performance, but in the beginning the guy was like, yeah, okay, I've never thought this w- would happen, but you yeah. know, we're here and we want to, like, just... You know, share and play some music for you guys and uplift your spirits. In honesty, I think for now, all the artists are thinking we need to stay relevant. We need to to to, to stay in people's minds. We need to to we just keep keep it going as long as we can. But on a longer term, I still believe the music industry will have to reinvent itself because they can't make the same amount of money if they can't do the live act, uh, live acts. <clears throat> That's so, that. I, I'm I'm very skeptical um, about returning towards, to the live, to the live. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't think it'll happen. Oh my gosh, no! Don't, that's so apocalyptic. That'd be so yeah. sad. Well, yeah, I know. But but I um, let's be real. Let's be uh, let's be uh, realistic here. You you is there any thing that will make you go to a a big live act in the fall, for instance? I I wouldn't do it. I would do it for yeah. now. If, if everything gets under control, yes, I would do this. Do you, I, yeah, I don't think it will. Partly, yes, but but I don't think that they will allow any. I'm, I'm even thinking about the Oktoberfest here in Munich. I mean, come on. That oh won't man, happen. that's going to be hard. <laughs> that won't. Happen. You really think it's going to take that long? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think they will allow uh, because the Oktoberfest on a daily basis, half a million people. Are yeah. on the on the grounds of the Oktoberfest. Yeah, there's no way in hell that's going to be allowed this year. <laughs> no way. But I think <clears throat> I'm more uh, more optimistic to assume that it will get under control and we can return to being able to have uh, you know two million people in in a, in the grounds of like the you know the Oktoberfest or. Yeah. Return to having raves, um, return to having uh, concerts, um, because I mean I have to be optimistic because that is it's it's necessary for the experience of music. It is. I know. You know? I know. And, and and yeah, but probably even going over to like my friend's house, like we you know. So on the fourth, we're supposed to have a show in Firth, and um, I was talking with uh, Andy, the guy that uh, I do this stuff with. He wanted to do a streaming thing, and I think initially the idea was like, yeah, okay, this is something we can do, but 
obviously the restrictions got a lot more uh, tougher, and now mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. now we're definitely not going to do this. Yeah, uh, he might. Oh, we won't collectively be doing. It. He might be doing it by himself. But I think this is the the other part where it's like, yeah, right now I couldn't even come over to your place to have a jam, you know, no. to do this kind of stuff. I mean, we shouldn't be doing it. Obviously, you could do still get away with stuff, but um, or like the scooter guys, they had a minimal crew, you know. But again, yeah. this is like coming, you know, if they get really strict about who you can uh, congregate with, yeah, it's going to have an effect on it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but, but yeah, <clears throat> I don't mean I didn't mean to to sound like you know doomsday. Well, this sounded like doomsday. <laughs> you said no, it's going to take forever. No, because <laughs> eventually there will be the vaccine and we will deal with this virus. But but in the future, in general, we should be very very much more cautious about our our hygiene and and the way we make gatherings of of thousands of people because they're they're they're. There will be something in the future as well. I agree totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> not standing so close together—it's just you know, in a in a big concert hall. I I think it's it's um, that's gonna that's gonna be the future. We, we maybe I don't know because I was thinking you know, many concerts you sit in the audience, but but if you go to a, like a, a a techno concert, you might want to dance. <laughs> So. Well, yeah, yeah, especially in the rave culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, and everyone's yeah. sweating at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is yeah. the kind of stuff. How can you be a fan with. of that type of music, Philip? Because that, that might your OCD will go crazy. <laughs> That's why there's a balance. <laughs> I still like going into the crowds, to be honest, because I could I could say, well, I'm behind the stage, so I'm exposed to less people. But no, I like to go into the crowd. Now that I have a wireless mic, it's nice to go there. Uh, yeah. and interact with people. Plus, I'm still a fan of the music, so sometimes I don't even want to perform. I want to see the artist that's playing. Yeah, um, yeah. But that goes back to this idea that we cannot live in a sterile world, you know? No, we can't. I'm just saying, look, if you're sick, don't go to the show. Miss out on it, okay? Yeah. You know, if you're going to sneeze, cover your mouth, you know? that's Even the- if you paid $300 to see your biggest star, just... Think of other people, right? That should be a takeaway from this podcast. I mean, yeah, really totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, be responsible. The Beehive should be responsible, and you know, make <laughs> make an exception of missing the Beyonce show just because you happen to have a cold or something. Don't go into this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's you know, it's. I don't like it when people offer drinks to me. Like, here, do you want a sip of this beer? Do you want to drink some oh, of yeah. this cocktail? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like mm, no, like I'm happy to you're here. Um, you know, oh, but it's, that, that uh, reminds me. I was I was at a at a at a party about a year ago, a year and a half ago. It was Christmas party, and um, we were all standing in a club and and uh, sipping our beers. And um, at one point, we two of us we were talking, um, and I put my beer, and and the guy that I was talking to, he put his beer on on the on the table, and I think accidentally we switched. Beers at Uh-oh. some point. Oh, and that was just when I realized that it was just oh, for God's sake! <laughs> I, I had no reason to believe he was wearing any any diseases or anything, but it's still just oh, <laughs> that was gross. Yeah, yeah it's a hygiene <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't get sick afterwards. So, so, but, but still, you know, the thought alone. <laughs> 
And you know what? That's so. That's one extreme. The other extreme is because I've I've heard this also. It's like, oh, it's just alcohol, so it's it's not going to affect you. But still, like you should not be lenient on either side. It should oh, be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know, find a balance. Exactly. That's all yeah, we exactly. Need. Exactly. So yeah, we we got a little. Uh, we talk a little bit about everything here, but all related to the the current situation that we're all in. Philip, yeah. it was nice talking to you as usual. Um, let's do this again soon. Next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, next Wednesday we'll we'll make another podcast. Sounds good. All right. Thank you for listening. It was dealing with the Germans. Talk to you soon. Bye.